Hi and welcome to the Mad Beef Australian Rollerblading Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch and um, today I want to talk to you about what unique thing rollerblading brings to action sports and skate parks compared to the other ones. I'm at the moment actually spreading out homemade uh, um, sourdough pizza bread to make dinner for the kids um, and then we've got a gluten-free one here as well because my daughter's gluten-free um, and then we're going to sit down and watch a movie uh, and I've got a glass of Chardonnay. My dad for some random reason gave me and my brother wine <laughs> for Easter. Uh, who gives wine for Easter? Uh, let's keep doing it. You know, I'd much rather wine than, um, than chocolate. So anyway, so I'm drinking this Chardonnay and I'm making this pizza and I'm talking to you. So it's just a really little thought, I guess, but just pondering that fact that, um, you know, you go to a skate park and you have a rollerblader there and you see a rollerblader do what they do and often here in Tassie I'm the only rollerblader at a park and maybe the only rollerblader others are seeing, poor them, but, um, you know, at any place, right, when people see rollerbladers, what are they getting to see that they won't see if they only see skateboarders and BMXs and um, uh, scooters? You know, what's something unique that rollerblading brings? Um... I guess there's a whole bunch of things that rollerblading does really easily, um, naturally, and with a whole lot of variety uh, that a lot of these sports don't do to the same extent. Grinding is a huge one, right? Rollerblades are able to do a massive variety of grinds because you've got two separate feet at work, and each of those feet then have this whole range of different positions, right? Um, positions on the, um, the frame, the H-block itself, and then whether they're leaning backwards or forward in a royale position or not. Um, and then you've got the sole tricks and the negative sole tricks, and then one foot, two foot, and then where you grab the foot, whether in a rocket position or ungrabbed or uh, just a standard macchio sort of position. Um, and so rollerblading brings that, right? It brings this, um, uh, hang on, I'm just gotta move a tray in the oven. Um, it brings this, this massive variety to grinding. And so if you, Go to a skate park and you see a rollerblader there, or you're some scooter kid, skateboarder, and you see a rollerblader there, you're going to see them doing a, a sophistication of grinding that you don't experience in your own sport. It's something different, something unique that, I mean, maybe you don't even bother to stop and notice, sure. Um, and uh, I guess to a, to a certain extent, um, you know, it's, it's a degree of technicality that unless you're a rollerblader, you don't care about. Or, Although, um, uh, I think it is something that people can at least appreciate rollerbladers doing that, you know? Um, and uh, so grinds, grinds are this big thing that, that rollerblading brings. Um, jumps, rollerblading has what scootering and BRMX has that, that comparatively skateboarding doesn't have in its ability to jump high and maintain speed and... Um, you know, pull off multiple jumps and strings of jumps. Uh, jumps to other jumps. Uh, other uh, skateboarding can't do that. It can do that on a on a half pipe, and it is awesome watching skateboarders skating bowls and half pipes. You know, respect to that. Love that. Love watching that. Um, but rollerblading is the variety of that, and the speed of that, and the height of that, and then spinning and flipping. I guess that's something that we share with scootering and BMXing. Um, we can look each other in the eye. And go, you guys love what we love. And I guess you guys also love big stuff. You guys love and want to see big stuff. 
and s strings of big stuff available at skate parks so that we can enjoy that kind of stuff, yeah? So, so rollerblading has that in common with those guys. Um, uh, and then, I guess there's, then with things like the cess slides and the toe rolls and all the kind of mushroom blading-y sort of curving and carving and spinning and so on and so forth, we have a um, kind of a freestyle capacity uh, that's quite similar to uh, skateboarding and BMX and that, wow, can scooters really do that? Like freestyle scootering? What, what does a scooter do that's interesting on the flat? Uh, not much that I can think of. Um, and, and so, isn't that interesting that actually rollerblading can actually, has stuff in common with all those different action sports and can actually run, run the gauntlet of all of those and have interesting things to do. Um, the thing that it has that is not in common with those things is manipulating an external object. So all the other action sports are separated from the person doing them. And so there's this ability to interact with your vehicle of transportation, right? Uh, BMX can spin uh, tail whip the entire um, bike, so can scooters. Um, or they can spin the handlebars, so can scooters. And that, you know, holds the thing out away from their body and pull it back, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, skateboarders have, uh, you know, all sorts of amazing technical capacity um, uh, with, with the various kickflips and all that kind of stuff. Um, rollerblading doesn't have that. So, so that's an area where we're lacking compared to the others. Uh, and, you know, every now and then you'll see some gimmicky clip where people either have to somehow have the frames free from the skates or jump onto a skateboard and jump off again. I largely find those things annoying. I just, I, I just, they're, they're such gimmicky things. They're not going to be part of what we do, you know? So they are just a gimmick and, and so I, that doesn't grab me particularly. It doesn't make me want to share that and go, oh, wow, check that out. You know, I just sort of, it's whatever. I just, uh, I don't know. It's just not my kind of thing. Um, so, so is, is there anything that you can take away from that? Um, no, I, I guess not. I, I guess that's just a thing we just go, every sport has its downsides. Uh, and compared to all the other things I've just listed, um, I, you know, it's not a big loss, is it? It's not a huge loss to go, we can do all this amazing stuff. Oh, bummer. We just can't spin our handlebars around, you know? Oh well, <laughs> life goes on. So, um, but, and I think this is the big but, that I think is what is uniquely awesome about BMX. Um, uh, and that's, I, I, in some ways I think BMX is probably the most spectacular action sport, in my mind, because it's just so, if things go wrong, things go really wrong, right, with BMX. Um, you've got this huge machine that can fall on top of you, but also the, um, the degree to which you can uh, uh, pull off spectacular manoeuvres, you know, big aerial manoeuvres. Um, you know, a backflip on a BMX is something else, right? You know, it's just amazing. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's, um, that's my little uh, <laughs> love letter to what's unique about rollerblading. Um, and just thinking about that kind of gets me fired up to go out and
enjoy all those things uh, about rollerblading. And I really do hope that there's enough attentive, open-minded um, kind of kids out there that they see that and go, wow, think about how much you could do with those things, and are keen to give them a, a shot. <laughs> That'd be cool, wouldn't it? All right, um, pizza's almost all in the oven, uh, and we're going to watch, I don't know what we're going to watch. <laughs> we're going to watch something. <laughs> Till next time, bye. Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.